SBH's Kiss 92 and Eaton House presents Book Monsters Bedtime Stories Supported by the Singapore Women's Weekly Hi everyone, today on the Book Monsters podcast we have a very special returning guest Let's welcome Ms. Sun Shui Ling, Minister of State for Social and Family Development and Minister of State for Home Affairs. So nice to have you back again. Hi, FD. Thanks for coming in. In our story told some time ago, whenever it rained and the river overflowed, Andy the Ant, with his family and friends, would sail down the river in boats made of leaves till they find a place to land. But they desired a home, a place to call their own. Then one day, they came across a beautiful place filled with flowers and fruit, love and grace. They settled down and got to know those living there, the Kaledic, the sweet potatoes. So, the story we just heard is What Ants Do on Stormy Days. Now, this came after the first book, which was What Ants Do on Rainy Days. Yes. So, what inspired you to write the second book? Normally, when I conceptualise books, it's because something around me might be current affairs or something that my children have thought about Mm. sort of inspires me to do something and, Mm. and write something. So, when I wrote this book, it was in 2021, and I was seeing all these news about um, war in Europe. Yeah. And my children were asking me about it, and it dawned on me that it was important that in this time of strife and uncertainty, that our children feel safe and secure and okay. know what they can do um, for themselves as, and f- as well as for one another to keep themselves safe. Kelly the Kaledic lived there with her family. They enjoyed the sun, each other's company and were very happy. Andy with his family and friends loved to share with them the stories of their escapades, their bravery and their chivalry. So in this book, you picked a rather interesting character, Kledi. Yes. Sweet potatoes. Why, why that? Why sweet potatoes for a character? <laughs> Firstly, kalede is a Malay word yeah. for sweet potatoes. I was looking for something that is anchored to the ground. So I was looking at root vegetables. Okay. And I thought of sweet potatoes uh, because I understood from seniors that many of them during the war years, they actually ate root vegetables to to sustain themselves. That's okay. number one. And number two, because it's a story about staying safe, secure and anchored to your own homeland, I wanted something that was local. All right. And I think Kalide sweet potatoes are something that's very local in the Singapore context. Kelly could not move. She had deep roots and was anchored to the ground. Andy could not understand it as he loved to run around. Come on, Kelly, he would shout. There is so much to see and do. You have to come out. Kelly would smile and wave her leaves. She was happy as she was. 
then one day, some big white birds came. They were on their way to a place so far away that Andy did not know its name. They decided to stop, rest and recharge before setting out again. Andy and the ants were thrilled to see them. They were as big as planes. The big white birds decided to bring the ants for a flight. The ants had never gone to such great heights. Together they flew over continents and seas. The world was so big, the ants shouted, Oh, blessed me! And he could not stop telling Kelly about what he had seen. Now that he had travelled the world, he was no longer satisfied with what had been. Let's join the big white birds, Kelly! Adventures beckon! We cannot just stay home or we will be forgotten. But then the storms came and the sky grew dark. The ants looked up. All they could see was lightning and ominous clouds. They hoped the big white birds would come to rescue them and take them away before they came to harm. So if you wanted children to walk away with one key message from this story, what would it be? That each and every one of us have the power and the strength to be able to do something for ourselves when a crisis happens. So in this case, just around us, we have family and friends, Khalidik mm-hmm. and their families, as well as Andy the Ant and his family and friends. They were able to stay strong together even when a crisis such as a big storm came. But the birds did not come, and the ants were alarmed. The rain was too heavy, they could not make their boats. There was no way they could stay afloat. Hold on to us, shouted Kelly and all the Kaledi. The earth is being swept away. Hold on to us till the storm breaks. Andy and the ants clung to the Kaledic for their lives. Never had they seen such a storm and they prayed they would survive. The Kaledic dug their roots deep into the ground, extending their reach as far as they could. This was their home, they had to hold it together. This was where they grew up and this was where their memories were. Just as quickly as the storm came, it abated. Andy and the ants fell to the ground, exhausted. You saved our lives and our home, Andy said after he caught his breath. Thank you. Kelly smiled and waved her leaves. This was the earth she grew up in and would never leave. As the sun came out, Andy understood. There is a place in one's heart where one must be, for this is home, truly. So I listened to you read that story, and the way you read it, the way you deliver it, you draw people into the story. Um, what I, because I'm, I'm very visual, I actually saw the clay in the ground. I saw the ants 
hanging on, you know, uh, the pictures were all painted in my mind. What sort of tips do you have for people like myself or like parents who are reading stories like this to your children? What would you tell them? I think first and foremost, getting the story across is just one part of this entire storytelling exercise. Mm. Many times, in particular when you're reading to young children, what they remember is the sound of your voice, mm. the intonation, where you pause, where you breathe, and the emotion that's conveyed. So I would like to suggest to parents or grandparents whoever are reading to their children to put yourself in the shoes of the child, to see the story from the child's perspective. Every single character in the book has a soul. Mm. Every single character, whether it's a clade or it's a little ant, right? Mm. They, they have their perspective. Mm. And we want to, in that very short period of time, convey those emotions across to the listener how each and every character feels. So firstly, take our time. Don't rush through the story. Don't just be interested in getting the story across mm. to the child but more about your body language, the sound of your voice, where you stop and you pause, eye contact with the child, mm. and giving full play to the emotion and perspectives of every character in the book. And I think it's only that way that the child will remember the story very vividly. Would you, would you encourage parents to allow the child to stop and ask you questions during the storytelling? I would definitely do that. Because children are learning and absorbing along the way. And sometimes they may have the well, most unique questions when you least expect them. Mm. Um, and it's only when you take the time and you treat them as almost like an adult that they're asking serious questions. And it is this to and fro that you build that relationship between your child. And that's where you kind of share meaningful life lessons. So it's not just about telling a story. It's about the interaction that you have with your child when you're doing a storytelling session. Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we've had Ms. Sun Shui Ling, Minister of State for Social and Family Development and Minister of State for Home Affairs with us, reading the story, ants do, What Ants Do on Stormy Days. By the way, where can we pick up your books? They are available at popular bookstores, major bookstores, Times bookstores, Kinokuniya. Awesome. Thank you so much for being part of Book Monsters once again. It's been marvellous. Thank you, Evan. Book Monsters Bedtime Stories was brought to you by SPH's Kiss 92 and Eaton House. Supported by the Singapore Women's Weekly.